Depending on how this goes, you might have to just cut out the whole beginning because I'm not sure I can say Opa Gundam style without crying. Yeah. <sighs> hey everyone, uh, welcome to My Heart is Ripped Out of My Body. Um, I can't say Opa Gundam style because it's just so fucking sad. I, I, will, I, will, I will never say Opa Gundam style again. I don't know if that's true. I will never smile again. I will never smile again. Uh, I will never... Everything... Mm. Where's bad guys? Where's bad folks? Remember like a couple weeks ago when Garma died and we were like, wow, that was pretty shocking and unexpected. And then Tomino said, yeah, that's shocking and unexpected. Anyway, check this out. (laughs) The monkey paw curls. (laughs) Can you can you do it on concrete though? The monkey paw gives a thumbs up. The monkey paw sticks its middle finger up my nose. (laughs) The monkey's paw pokes. (laughs) I put my hand up to stop the monkey's paw, and it splits its fingers and pokes me in my both eyes. If you couldn't tell, dear listener, if you couldn't tell, we watched episodes nineteen through twenty-one of Mobile Suit Gundam, aka the sad episodes. You can't say that. You cannot say that. We don't know if these are the sad episodes. I have a terrible feeling that this is not the end of the sad episodes. Yeah. Uh, especially because we were warned. We were warned. We did not listen to the warning, and we are paying the price. And we will continue to be warned, I assume. Uh, I just have a bad feeling, you know? You know? A good feeling and a bad feeling, you know? Something tells me that the cycle of vengeance will not end. Hmm. Something tells me that the cruel wheels of war will continue to turn, despite the sheer amount of bodies we are throwing under said wheels to stop them from turning. Something tells me that um, Gundam is actually fueled by uh, my misery and Amaro's. And let me tell you, it's at peak power. <laughs> It's very strong. Uh, uh, but yeah, by, by the way, welcome to Wow Cool Robot Gundam Show. It's bad. Um, welcome to Wow Cool Robot, um, a show where we talk about a, a show that hurts both of us a lot more than we expected. It hurts so good. Despite knowing war is bad and everything, how bad is it? Well, let me tell you. Uh, Let's find out. What's the first episode we did this week, Morg? Actually, the first episode is probably the le- the least of the yeah. heart-killing episodes. Uh, so we'll start off slow and pick it up from there. Pick it up, pick uh, it up, pick it up. Pick it up, pick it up. Uh, why does my thing say Ram's Ran Attack? Oh, oh my god. Duran Duran's Attack. Duran, no, my phone fucking... Misspelled wrong. Like, <laughs> attack. Roomba's like, attack. I was like, "Who's Ramps Ran?" Oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> that's Rumble his dub name. Have to pay respects for Amuro having regret is what I wrote as my first note. Uh, yeah, 
because Amaro has r- regrets for leaving. He has he has a tattoo that says some regrets. Yes, he does. He he's like wandering the desert, all sad boy like. Sad boy like. We don't know where the Gundam is. We find out later it's buried in the sand. How do you do that, by the way? How do you I bury a whole know. robot? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I have a theory that I will I will tell you at the ordained time. That's very funny in my head. I have my own theory, so maybe. Oh, perfect. Oh, I'd like to th- imagine that our worms will align. Yeah. Um, but Amuro finds a man in a tent in like a sort of abandoned desert town. Yeah, this man was suspicious, but he never shows up again. He, I, I think he's just a guy. Okay, because he gave like a real sus look. He was like, hmm. But yeah, he Amuro was like, hey, you got any food or water? And he's like, no. Nah, go to town, homie. I, I want to say maybe he thinks that Amuro is suspicious because he's aware that the Federation uses child soldiers. So seeing a random 15-year-old wandering the desert, he's like, mm, this kid's probably a Federation child soldier. Can't believe the Federation uses child soldiers. I wonder if there's like other white bases. There's a white base. There's a red base. There's a blue base. There's a one base. There's a two base. Two ba- yeah, I was going to make that joke, but you got it. Yeah, he tells him to go to the nearby town. We we get like a short little scene in the meantime as he travels over there. Uh, Ryu, mm, Ryu. No, um, we can't. No, do this no, we can't. We can't. We can't. We can't. Ryu's repairing the gun cannon. Ryu's fine. Nothing happens to Ryu. He's repairing the gun Max. cannon. Max. 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 Ruined it. Max. Having a, having a normal. One. Look, anyone listening to the, uh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll anyway. get there. Bright goes up to Ryu, who's repairing gun cannon. Bright sort of like, yeah, Bright sort of asks him about um, Amuro, like, if he's going to consider Amuro separate from Gundam. I I guess what he's sort of getting at is, like, we need both of them back, but, like, we really need Gundam more than we need Amuro. Yeah. And that hurts me, but I get it also. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it. It does get resolved later on. Like, thankfully, something good that happens is that, like, they realize, oh, you know, Amra is pretty important to the cause. There's some good things in this show that happens. Mm-hmm. A diamond in the rough, and it's very rough. <sighs> um, yeah, but then it cuts back to Amro, like, mm-hmm. being in the town. He's, he's in the same desert bar from JoJo's Part 3 when they fight Darby the Gambler. Damn, I wish that meant something to me. Um, oh, it, it's really funny. Trust me. I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, I just, I mostly know about Jojo, like, everyone kicking that guy on the ground. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good scene. Jojo's good. <laughs> um, remember how Jojo, we, remember? Uh, look, no, I used to I think don't. Jojo, yeah, I used to think Jojo <laughs> had pretty impactful character deaths. Who boy, let me tell you. Uh, but, yeah, so... Zeon stopped by, and Amaro was like, ah, shit, ah, shit, ah, shit, they're here, ah, shit. <laughs> oh, God, oh, fuck, ah, beans. I mean, they don't recognize him, because he's just, like, wearing, like, a cloggy thing, mm-hmm. and uh, not wearing Federation clothes, but, like, oh, sorry, I think I'm just worn out from being emotionally torn apart by this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but the town is neutral territory anyways, but we find out. But yeah, Rambarau and Haman are there with like, oh, I guess 11 other people. And yes. Like, okay, let's eat here. 
give us 14 of your food that you have. And Amuro was like, oh, guess I'm getting food, more food. Yeah, Hamon orders him a happy meal. Hamon orders him a happy meal because he's... He's a growing boy. He he needs, he wants a Transformers toy is the thing. He's going to get the wrong kind of toy and Hamon's going to have to go up to the, uh, the register and ask for a different one. What if Hamon and Ramoral were his parents? I mean, the show is very clearly saying <laughs> Ramoral could be a father figure. Yeah, he could. Let's see. Let's see where it goes with that. Oh um, yeah, it totally fucking does, dude. Like yeah, and and like not only that, but like he immediately leaves White Base and he leaves Bright, who is his current father figure, and immediately like latches onto another in the span of like five minutes. Oh. The boy ain't right. Ugh. Except this is intentional. I'm thinking back... I'm sorry for anyone who doesn't give a shit about, like, Shrieking Shack, but, like, they talk about, like, how Harry has, like, mm-hmm. a handsome father figures, except yeah. that was, like, sort of on purpose, sort of accidental. This is a hundo percent on purpose. Oh, absolutely. Is, like, very purposeful, like, wow, this is Zeon being very kind to a stranger... Who, like, could be Federer. Like, they don't know who this kid is. Like, they they have an idea, especially Hamon does. Um, And then, like, later on, it does pay off. But, like... She's Look, Tomino does such a good job of basically saying, like, hey, maybe the bad guys aren't bad. Think about that for a minute, maybe. Maybe the bad guys aren't bad. Um, But we see... So, yeah, so Hamon... um, she like takes a liking to Amro and orders him an extra food. Um, that's a, that yeah that word came out good. Uh, we see Frau Bo driving across the desert in her little dune buggy. Um, she like sees the town and is like, "Oh, Amro needs food, so he's probably here." Lol. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna we're we're gonna go to the McDonald's because Amro loves his Happy Meals. Yeah. Um, but she sees some Zeon at the McDonald's and she's like, "Here." Really? Shit. I didn't know they even ate Happy Meals. I thought they were all Wendy's people. But, you know, desperate times. Desperate Um, times. But, yeah, so... But Amaro's like, I can't... Well, it cuts back to him, and it's like, I can't take this. I'm no beggar. But Rambo Rao is like... Nah, she likes you. It's good. Yeah. I like the cut of your jib, kid. I'm also gonna... Just say it's from both of us. It's fine. We're good. Yeah. Um, and like all the soldiers are like, Haha, the fact she likes you is is special because obviously she's like a hard ass. Is kind of the whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you catch one like this deranged line from one of the soldiers at this part? By the way, sure. one of them says one one of like one of them says like like count yourself lucky you were born a man or something. Yes, they did. What does that mean? I think because, like, she because if you were a like girl, Hamon wouldn't be hitting. Like, like, like wh- I, huh? Okay, I was okay, okay, okay. I think it went by me because I was like, maybe that doesn't mean what I think it means. Because yeah, it, it, it's it's like a wild line. It's like, I mean, this is the best show ever made, but like, it's also very much like a product of its time in some ways. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, this, is, this isn't the first time we've gotten, like, these very, like, you know, like, vaguely sexist, vaguely transphobic jokes in the show. But it's just like, 
You didn't... No, come on. Come on! It could have been that, um, or the worst, probably worst thing is if, like, you're born a man or whatever, if you were a woman instead, she might get, like, jealous or weird about it. And, like, yeah, it's gross, just, too. Mm. Like, it's like... Yeah, yeah. And, like, the show already do- do- does the whole thing of, like, ah, oh, women be shopping, so... Which sucks, because, like, the women are very, like, interesting in this show. Many would say that the women in this show are more competent than the men in this show. Yeah. yeah. I'm many. I'm saying this. <laughs> um, so, I'm but, but, bitch. I, <laughs> we are all bitches. <laughs> um, and oh, at God. this. <laughs> that was extremely weird coming from your mouth. I don't know why. <laughs> anyway, let's. Anyway, uh. Yeah, Frau is at this point is like captured outside by like one of the Xeon soldiers positioned out there who has to like, you know, watch their conspicuously loaded truck of like robot shaped tarp coverings in the back of it. Um and they're like, Oh, who's this? Like, why why did she find this bar here? Like, she's wearing uh she she knows this kid and she's wearing like old Federation uniforms. Like, what could this be? And like I I I you know, at this point, uh Hamon and Ramborel sort of realize what's going on. And Hamon's like, oh, this is your girlfriend, kid. Like, just let him go. It's fine. Um, uh, Amro, you're going to get cooties. Ooh, icky. Gross. But, yeah, uh, this, like, wild thing of, like, R- Rambaral, like, going up to Amro and, like, pulling away like his like poncho thing and like he just has a gun <laughs> he keeps that mf thing on him i'm literally is keeping that mf thing on mf thing on him. yeah and rumberold says oh you're gutsy kid i like you but like yeah. if, and he just says he lets him go still and he says if we meet on the battlefield it'll be different but he still lets him go because he's the best character in the entire show uh i won't hesitate but he also <laughs> has a taste. I won't hesitate, I'm bitch. Sorry. <laughs> he does hesitate, though. I will <laughs> hesitate, bitch. Spoiler. God. <laughs> I'm in hell. So anyway, so they leave, and um, Rambo Rao and Homeowner are like, "Okay, well, we're gonna follow him. Right? Yeah, we're gonna follow him back to White Base because that's the smart thing to do." Mm-hmm. And they do. And they do. They, they they're like Frau Bo's dri- like Amro's driving a little buggy in Frau Bo's uh, shotgun. And at some point, he's like, "Okay, like we got to split up. Like you go ahead to White Base. I'm gonna hang out here, um, presumably by Gundam." And they split up, but the they, they don't realize they're being followed, right? So the Zeon guy is still following Frau Bo. But it seems like they split up partially because Amro still like doesn't necessarily want to go back to white Base. yeah yeah he's still he's still pouting he's still not having a great time understandable but yeah i can see why yeah so <laughs> i just love my notes being like all caps about amro's gun uh <laughs> so yeah Kai's being a bitch is what my notes say. As always. Like, I I hate this kid's guts. God, why does he suck? Why do I, like, I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. I really, like, tried. And I just, like, can't. At, at, at At every turn, he's determined to prove himself to be as shitty as we think he is originally. He's just, like, so 
fucking mean about Amuro and mm-hmm. about, like he's gonna betray them. Oh, he's still uh. fucking. And like later, he's like, oh, he only comes back because he's um homesick, and it's like, shut yeah. up. Just Re- read read the room, dog. Go to bed. <laughs> Go to b- take a nap. Eat a s- Ka- Kai, I swear to God, if you don't eat, eat the Snickers, Snickers right now, I will shove the Snickers in your fucking throat. <laughs> um, sorry. So was, I, I keep no, no, that's no that's, child. <laughs> like how old is Kai? I know he's a little older. Than no, I'm he's old, but... like sixteen. I'm gonna guess. I'm still threatening a sixteen year old. Yeah. Whoops. Well, you're not. Look, you're not the only one in this show. It's true. Um, so Zeon, the Zeon guy, tracks Frabo back to White Base. Um, he radios. He he says, um, "What does he say? Like the wind will soon blow." When he radios back to Rambaral. Yeah, and it's like code. They're like, "Oh, White Base is there." Nice. He says the eagle has landed. Um, and Rambaral mobilizes in goof, and he brings Izaku with him. Um, Amuro is like. And and Amuro clearly thinks nothing is going on right now because he's like lying in the sand, like looking up at the sky, daydreaming. He's just thinking about his new parents. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just like spinning. Like there's like silhouettes of Hamon and Rumble Rao, and it's like spinning. Cause he's, and I was like, this is weird. Weird, yeah. But but his 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 daydream is cut short because he sees Goof and Zaku fly overhead. He's like, "Oh, beans." And he starts digging up the Gundam in the sand, just like scooping the it's the funniest thing in the world the way yeah. he does this. So, here's my theory. You know how like desert snakes will like sort of like vibrate and like bury themselves in the sand? To, like, yeah. you know, that's what Gundam does. He just like has Gundam lay down, and just like Gundam just like vigorously shakes until the sand is covering it and he like I guess crawls out without getting sand in the little compartment. Or maybe he does. Maybe the compartment's like full of sand now. Damn it. That's so much better than what I thought. I just thought Gundam used its fucking hands and like dug a hole. That Okay, no, that's also really funny because I imagine Gundam like sitting like with his like sort of knees up to his chest like a child is like pouring sand on himself. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like building it, you know, like how kids like bury their parents in sand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he buries, he buries Gundam, makes it like a mermaid. He um, puts like a stick on top of the mound. Yes, and it's like it's a castle. I did. Yeah, it. Oh my god, I want. We need more beach episodes. Um, but he so after he he starts digging up Gundam, we cut back and like Kai is already mobilized in gun cannon, and Kai immediately gets owned by the heat rod yet again. I'm not owned. It's no. so funny. He can't help it. He just can't. Uh, yeah, so gun cannon and tank are both fighting, and mm-hmm. um, I think what is it? So cannon and tank are fighting, but like eventually, uh, tank like splits apart. Yeah, they take they take out one of the treads on gun tank. Oh, that's right. That happens first. And then they're like, well, I can't move anyway, so I'm just going to take the top off of gun tank so that I can still shoot and shit and Ryu Mm -hmm. can go, like, find... Yeah. uh, Ryu Ryu can do core fighting stuff in his jet. And by I, I mean, like, the character, not Morgan. I'm not in the Yeah, no. Uh, (laughs) Or are you? um, So... They... Ryu like finds 
uh, with Gallop. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I think Amaro's already fighting at this point, right? Yes, Amaro's already fighting the Gallop, and what is it? Ryu just, like, goes up to him and is like, hey, go to white base, they need your help. I'll fight the Gallop. That's the yellow ship, I don't know. We yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. We we mentioned it last episode. That's like Rambarel sort of base. Yeah, um, yeah. And Amro is cool. He just like yeah, okay. He like doesn't argue. He just does it because he knows that like this is a big important fight. Um, we we see uh, Stetch, who's the other guy in the the regular Saku. Stetch is so Stetch. Stupid. Yeah, he he like sneaks up behind White Base with like he has like the little like the leg mounted rockets um yeah. on his Zaku. He's ready to fire on White Base because they're like totally defenseless from the back. Um, and then Mirai just, like, guns the thrusters and disintegrates that Zaku. It's, like, kind of messed up. Because you just, like, all right, hold on to your butts, everyone. Just, like, blast it. And you, like, watch it, like, burn apart. Yes, that just fucking gets destroyed. And that's the tragic That's the tragic character death we're talking about, everyone. Good night. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> honestly, like, that could have been a total mistake that Mirai just, like, blasted this dude. And, right. Like, that's yeah, cool. I I I, th- I originally thought she was just trying to like fly away faster so that like they couldn't hit a, the white base with rockets, but no, Stetch dies. Bye. Oh, and then white base like flies, but it also gets like Mira does some badass shit and flies upside down. Yeah, to tip the yeah. goof off. Of- the, the, yeah, Ramba like just like whacking it with a heat rod with. On in the goof and Mira's just like okay I'm a I'm a dual barrel roll, and she does. Yeah, and they're all like everyone's like impressed because she fucking rules. Uh, and then Amaro's there and is shooting at the goof, and mm-hmm. the goof just like ducks its head out of the way. It's really sick. Like like the feet are planted, it's like barely moving its head. It's like doing like the really cool badass like martial arts master dodges where he's like barely moving at all. It's just like head move and like bends backwards. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty rad. And it's cool. because uh, I guess precise aiming makes it easier to read. I don't know. But Yeah, I don't know. I it's also like Rambarel is like also like a really good pilot and the goof yeah. is like a lot better than a regular Zaku. Yeah. But then we get like <laughs> a really sick fight sequence. Um, yeah. well, you, you ever see robot sword fights? The goof has its own beam saber and it just fucking whips it out and they just fucking. Yeah, they just have a cool sword fight. It's it, it like the, the way he holds it, he like it's like a lightsaber basically, right? Like he holds it with both hands and like this like cool like orange blade comes out. It looks like a big machete almost. Um, oh, it's just sick as hell. Like, the orange works really well with the blue of the goof. It's, like, good color character design. Um, yeah, for sure. So, what happens? Amaro charges at the goof with his beam saber. Um, he's, like, behind the shield. And Rambaral, like, cuts the shield off, but that was a ruse. The shield ruse is merely a distraction. Um, because Amaro has, like, jumped in the air at this point. Um... And, like, they both cut a hole into each other's cockpits. Yes! And I knew immediately. I was like, oh, they're going to see each other. And, oh, oh, Yep, yep, oh, they're going to recognize so each other. Good. Oh, it Upper's going to say, Dad? <laughs> Dad! No, but, yeah, I, I, like, oh, I called it, obviously. But it's also, like, really good. And it still got me. 
And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they keep fighting, like, with the holes in it, and eventually, like, the two, like, holes, like, line up, and, like, Amaro, like, it was like, oh, I knew it, I knew it was that same guy I saw, Ramparao, and, and, and Ramparao's like, oh, shit, that kid is in the robot, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, no, ah, beans, um, but they, they have to keep fighting, unfortunately, they have to keep fighting, and eventually, like, Amuro just, like, f- fucking <laughs> stabs the goof, and Rambo Rao, like, latches on to the Gundam and, like, mm-hmm. whips out, like, as Gundam's, like, leaving so it doesn't get, like, exploded from, yeah. like, busting up goof. Yeah, like, he cuts goof's hands off. Um, oh, that happens first, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah he cuts goof's hands off, Rambo Rao ejects, and, like... The, the goof explodes like crazy and like the Rambaral's knocked back, but he still survives. Like he's, he's okay. Like his yeah, robot's destroyed, but like, he's like, yeah, he like latches on to Gundam and like whips out. It's, it's pretty cool yeah. actually. Like, yeah, Rambaral, I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm telling you best character in the show. Um, if you hear noises, it's cause my cat is in a cardboard box. I'm so sorry. Um, oh, he's, he's in Gundam. He's in a Gundam. Finally, he finally got in the Gundam. As was um, port as was prophesied. Uh, I think it just like sort of immediately cuts back to the jail, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And Amaro's like, shit, like he's locked up, right? He's been put in solitary confinement. Uh, he's like, so mad. Like, and uh, he's all like. I can pilot the Gundam the best. I'm the best. He's such a baby. He's like, you're not listening to my side. And like, bro, you deserted. You don't get to say this stuff right now. You got to be put in time out. You got to be put in time out. And like, it, it seems it's weird because it seems like later he gets it. But he is so fucking mad. Yeah, yeah, like, like this is, Amro's definitely, like, these couple episodes are like Amro's arc back to, like, understanding that he has to be a team player and all that. Yeah. Um he but he's, he's still tantrum right now. Yeah, he's throwing a fucking fit. And he's baby. Um, yeah. He, yeah, and he's like calling for Sailor. He's calling for Mirai. He's like, because he, he, at this point he realized like they're going to have Ryu pilot the Gundam. Um, But he's like, he's like crying. He's like, I can pilot the Gundam better than anyone. I'm baby. Wah. But part of me is also like, Gundam's kind of like him now, it seems, you know? It's, you could write a thesis on this, Sarah. I wonder if someone's going to do that. <laughs> um, uh, the, the, the last bit of the episode, he's like thinking back to the battle when Rambo Rao says that he didn't win because of his skills. He just won because of Gundam's power. It's so so he's like, he's conflicted. He's like, but I'm powerful. It's not just Gundam. It's me. Yeah. He's crying. It's sad. And then he's going to like fucking destroy Rambo Rao. It's like what he wants to do. Yeah, he mad. He, he he real mad. Um. So next episode, what is it? Called? Next episode, episode twenty, hand to hand combat. <sighs> okay, and um, selfishness and frustration has fractured the party. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, pretty much. The party is split. Uh, team player no more. Uh, it's not just Amuro, we find out, also, but, yeah, um, but the enemy's still gonna fucking come and get him, even if shit's mm-hmm. fucked, you know? 
Like, Rambaral's a tenacious dude. Even if he doesn't have any robots, he's still going to fight back. You're going to say tenacious D. Uh, he's tenacious D. He's Jack Black. He is Jack Black. Actually, Jack Black would not be the worst Rambo Rao. <laughs> no, it, it works. Action. Yeah. Like, anyway, send, send, send us your ideas for a live action Gundam Who Will Play Who next please. week. We'll, we'll, read, we'll read them on the show. Yes, yes, yes. They don't want White Base to move until the Odessa uh, day that we Right, about. yeah. They, they got like orders from command at this point. And also, like, some of the dudes that I didn't know the name of until, like, this episode, Marker mm-hmm. and Oscar need to rest. I, I was just like, I, I wonder if they are some of the Federation soldiers that were brought on, like, a, a couple episodes ago. Uh, because I know that there's at least one, because we see them, and, like, Amro makes a comment, or maybe Ryu makes a comment, where it's like, you're Federation, you should know all this stuff. No, it's yeah, Amro. Uh, um, it's Amro, and it's, Yeah, so like, they might be... I don't know, because, like, there were people sitting in those, like, two seats before. Yeah, like, the fe- the Federation uniforms are yellowish, and, like, these two are still wearing blue, so maybe they're maybe they're just, like, new characters. I don't know. But, yeah, they have names, I guess, and um, they're the hardest workers, and I'm just like, who? Who? <laughs> yeah, who? The, the hardest workers that we all know and love, and we've known the whole time. <laughs> we love them. Um, Amaro's mad, still... And he won't fucking eat his vegetables. No, uh, he won't eat food. <laughs> and he'll, he's like, oh no, I'm gonna escape, Fro. Oh no, don't let me out. Oh no. Mm-hmm. And like Ryu starts kicking his ass because he's just like, he just says like, whatever. Like when I get out, I'm just gonna leave for good. And Ryu is like, stop being selfish, you little baby. Yeah, Ryu punches him. Ryu punches a bunch of children in this episode. Which isn't true, yeah. but... Like I, you get why, right? You get why, like yeah. But it's he's he's still it's fine. Yeah. Um. It's but fine. yeah, he's like I'm mad. I pitch. I I <laughs> I punch you. I will pilot the robot. Um. And Amuro's like, does he think one angry man will change me? He says directly into the camera. <laughs> At this point, we cut over. We see little Hayato, he talks to Bright, um, and he's asking Bright, like, are you really going to remove Amro from the Gundam? And we sort of get that, like, Bright still has hopes for Amro because, you know, he's mentions Amro didn't really, he didn't actually defect to Zeon or anything. He didn't share secrets. He just, like, had a tantrum, but, like, he didn't actually, like, actively sabotage White Base, so I still have hope for him yet. Yes. Um, and Ryu comes in and it's just, like, I think they ask him, like, has Amuro or something because I wrote in my notes like Ryu thinks he'll be okay even though he's mad at him I don't know he yeah. thinks Amuro will be like still good mm-hmm. it seems like he still thinks Amuro will still be a good uh, pilot for the Gundam also even though he was like I'll pilot yeah it's like I feel like he's saying that just to sort of spur Amuro on yeah 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 Right. Um, let's see so at this point we cut over to Rambaral and the Gallop and he gets a message from Makuve, and it says, okay, I'm definitely going to send you three Dom mobile suits. You're definitely going to get some support for this battle. I'm really helpful. I'm Makuve. I love you. Goodbye. I will definitely wink. Wink, wink. I wink, wink, not just. He, he, the, the, the transmission says wink, wink for some reason. It's a little weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, especially because they have video. Uh, yeah. <laughs> whereas we do not. Uh, <laughs> so... Makuve doesn't like that Ral knows too much about the mining base, which I guess 
there's like some fucking coup ass shit happening in the mm-hmm. background with like Kaecilia going to like take over from like her brother or whatever. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. You, you, I, I feel like Makuve's trying to like get in Kaecilia's good graces to be her like second in command because he's gonna give her all these cool minds. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's not really clear yet, but Makuve is just very suspicious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and speaking of suspicious, uh, back at White Base, Ryu is woken up by a, a video transmission from Sela saying that Hayato, Kai, Howard, and Maximilian have just left White Base <laughs> in a little tank. Yeah. It's me. I'm in. I'm in the show now. I'm Gundam. You're in the show. Uh, you're being a selfish brat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows it. But yeah, it's just like they all just like left in a buggy, and Ryu's like, "God damn it! Okay, well, I guess I'll go drive after them." He he has to be dad. Ryu has to be dad instead of Bright this time. Yeah. But. Bright was like saying something about being uneasy as commander while Amaro. Yeah, I, I I noticed that. I like that. I, it's like you know, Bright has to discipline Amaro. He has to be the bigger man. He has to be his father figure because like to keep him in line. But like Bright, I, maybe even more than anyone else realizes they really do need Amaro there. That like Amaro's sort of like the, the like the moral leader of all this place, or the like the morale. Like he's the one who's like you know their battle flag or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I, I like that line just because it's like, okay, like, clearly Bright is softening up on Amuro and, like, realizes that, like, they, you know, Amuro needs White Base just as much as White Base needs Amuro. Their family. Their family is the thing. Mm, um, and then, uh, uh, Zeon guy <laughs> over at Rambo Rao's house, he's like, hey, no doms, sorry, homie. <laughs> yep, and... They're just like, guess we'll sneak in. Guess we'll gorilla tactics. It's so funny. He's like, we're going to use gorilla tactics. He says it to like, Ram Ralph says it to like one of his like, you know, little lackeys. And the guy's like, oh, the men love gorilla tactics. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. So we we cut over. Um, Ryu's caught up with uh, the little runaway, the runaway gang in their weird tank. The boys. The, the boys. Um, the reason that they ran away, they said that like, I, I, I think it, like, the gist of it is, like, they're tired of being on white base. They're going to join up with Federation and, like, fight properly and, like, actually, like, do do normal battle instead of, like, having to corral some whiny kid in his big robot the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like they, yeah, like, at least Hayato is, like, he lost his will to fight on white base. It doesn't say specifically mm-hmm. that they're, like, wow, we just, like, hate that we kind of have to rely on Amuro, but there does seem to be that feeling a little bit also. It's, like, hard mm-hmm. to explain, but they just don't like being on White Base yeah. anymore. And, like, I look, I kind of get that. White Base I fucking mean, blows, to be on. They're always in the front line. It's always blowing up. They're always just, like, this It's just the Federation's the guinea pig. Yeah. And they're all, like, yeah. children on a ship. Like... Mm-hmm. If Amuro can run away, then I can. <laughs> Pretty much. Gee, Amuro, how come you get to run away with Gundam? Um, we see a little scene of like uh, of Rambaral planning his guerrilla attack with his men. Um, and then we cutting back, we're like Ryu once again. Ryu's hitting a kid. He's beating Kai up. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like... He's just like, these don't. two, they won't get it. He's like, these boys won't get it unless I hit them. It's like, look, in the words of literally Ryu next episode, use your words. Right. Yeah. <laughs> use your fucking words. I mean, maybe, maybe, look, maybe Ryu went through growth and realized that, like, hitting is not the right way to solve these things, but. <sighs> yeah. But they, they all have to, like, dive and get down because they see, like, a big dust cloud running across the desert. It's the gallop. Heading to white base, um, and they're like, all right, Ryu says, okay, I'm going to head back. You listen to your conscience whether or not you want to return, assholes. Peace. And he goes. And um, they do all end up going back, actually. Um, it does take, like, a bit for Kai to get into the car for some reason. Mm-hmm. He talks about it being cold. I don't know. He's scared. Yeah. It's being a weirdo. Yeah, it's it's like... Wow, I couldn't talk for a minute there. Rambaral is like, oh, these winds. These are the winds of war. So I guess there's like a cool wind blowing across the desert right now that they both feel at the same time. Um, And like at, the, at this point, my notes just say, I have a bad feeling about this, Scoob. <laughs> Honestly, extremely fucking valid. We, we get... There's this very cool sh- scene. It's like... It's like a bunch of shots like bl- jumping back and forth between each other of like Amro, <clears throat> he's still in the cell, but he's like suiting up. He puts his arm, like his, you know, battle uniform on like the blue thing. Um, he's like doing like little like punches in the air and stuff. And like yes. Rambo is closing in like Hamon is still thinking about Amro being Gundam's pilot. It's like th- th- there's, a, there's a lot of tension right now. I don't like that. It's very tense. And um, uh Eventually, they, like, get close enough to White Base, and, Mm -hmm. like, they kind of, like, distract it so that people can sneak onto the ship. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, there's just, like, one dude that's, like, gonna blow open the door so they can get on, and it's just like, why is there a kid there? Cause yeah, he's like, uh, like he he plants the bomb still, but he's like, hey, you better get back. Like, I'm gonna blow this thing up. But also, why is the kid here? Question mark. Yeah, because it's one of the baby trio. It's just like mm-hmm. fucking. It yeah, he, he's weirded out by it. At, as this is happening though, Sayla is out in the Gundam. Yeah, Sayla's in the fucking Gundam. But like this time, it feels better, right? It's so because so much better. Like, I'm not saying like she does a a perfect job but it does not feel as like creepy it's it's not like sayla going out in the gundam like 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 like, you know the first time it's like sayla an inexperienced fighter goes out in the gundam to get answers and gets like like messed up in the process this is more like sayla like stealing her resolve has to go out and fight in the gundam because no one else can do it right now yeah because like they're all fucking off and they're they're all they're all having tantrums (laughs) (laughs) and um it's nice because later, uh, big surprise, Amro gets out and actually gives her like some advice about shooting. It's cool. I like that. He's like I helps like her. He's like, you gotta stand still and before you aim. Um, it's very good to me. Um, I want Sela to become good Gundam fighter. Oh, please yeah. give give Sela a robot. Give Sela a robot. If fucking Kai can get fucking gun cannon. Y- yeah, please. The least deserving individual. <laughs> Ugh. Um. So we get a amazing Rambaral line next up. Uh, when when he knocks the gun out of Frabo's hands. 
if you were armed, I would have killed you. <laughs> yeah, so, it, like, th- this scene is extremely, like, ah, oh, I understand what's going on. Because, like, yeah, Rambaral has to take over White Base, but he's, like, trying to, like, and, and you know, you, you know, it's, like, obviously problematic that you're still having to do guerrilla tactics and fight in wars and stuff. But, like, he's clearly trying to, like, do, make this go as, like, smoothly as possible and, like... He's like, you're like, I don't want to kill you right now. I just need to do my job. Like, I'm sorry about this, but like, just like run away. Come on. Like, don't, he's don't do this. Sorry kid. Without saying sorry. You know, he's exactly. Like, um, uh, and like it, some of his men are just like, isn't that kind of weird? They're all like pretty young. And he's like, well, yeah. we gotta keep going. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And then like Frau recognizes him from the bar. Um, She's like, oh, you're the, yeah, you bought Amaro a Happy Meal toy. Um, we see Bright, who tells Amaro to get in Gundam with Sela to like switch shit out. Yes. Oh, because Amaro was, I, I didn't actually say, like, she he was let out to like shoot. Like, yeah, he's like on one of the, like, the, like the, the missile turrets yeah. or whatever. And then they swap, I guess. And then they swap. Um, you wanna. Okay, and um, so Bright's like, okay, uh, use Gundam on White Base, even if it takes damage, we have to get them out of the bridge. They cannot mm-hmm. take control of White Base. Right. And um, my cat is too close to the microphone. <laughs> um, <sighs> Rao Rao runs into Sela and recognizes her, like, very much so. As yeah, Prin- as Princess Artesia. As Princess Artesia. I did not know she was a princess. I knew she was related to Charas, probably her, his sister, but... That means Char's a prince. Char a prince? Yeah! He, he says he served under her her father, Lord Zeon Dekun. Is that his name? Is it is it named Zeon after her dad? I, I guess that, like, uh. maybe... So what happened? Maybe that's why Char got revenge on Garma because like the Zabi family overthrew the Zeon family. Maybe. Are we figuring out lore? I don't know. Ah! <laughs> this is the best show ever made. This is and he says, family drama bullshit. Love. Mm-hmm. Oh man. He, anyway. he says he's the son of Jimba Rall, and I guess like Jimba Rall like like knew her when she was younger. Yeah. Like there was just like a picture cut of like her being lifted up by him, like presumably like, Jimba Rawl. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then Ryu shows up firing a gun like crazy. He shoots Ramba Rawl in the arm. Ryu also gets shot a couple times. Um, they both Ram- Rawl at this point is like, okay, we all have to retreat. This is not going well. He um he tells Hamon to destroy White Base along with the Gallop, like make sure nothing gets out of this. Um Hey Morg, what happens next? Okay. Uh so White Base gets stabbed in the face by Gundam. And mm-hmm. Rambo Rao is like, Wow, all my enemies are less than half my age. It's fucking blows. Yeah. <laughs> and uh he's just like, Okay, well, if if you're gonna take me you, you can't take me alive you know and so he fucking jumps out of the hole well he like lights some kind of molotov cocktail-y type thing yeah i i think it's like some fancy future grenade yeah and he just like jumps out of the hole 
and the future grenade fucking blows up while Amaru's trying to catch him in Gundam. Like, trying to just, like, put its mm-hmm. hand out and catch him, but it he blows up. And, uh, it fucking blows. Literally and figuratively. Like, my, f- my, my favorite character. This good, good dude. I mean, who's done war crimes, but who hasn't in this show? Uh, fucking dies. And it sucks. And sucks for her that's for sure yeah like she's still advancing she's like ready to like destroy white base um and Amro's like please Hamon stop like Rambarala's dead you don't need to do this and clearly she won't stop so he arms like a beam javelin and like chucks it at um I hit my headphones when I did that I like I I mimicked the the throwing motion as a javelin I like smacked my headphones off my head um he he throws a beam javelin into the gallop and it blows up but like Hamon escapes with like this little like bridge pod that she takes like some of the soldiers with her. With. Yeah, it's kind of like a core fighter, but for Gallop. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Hamon's dead as fuck. I thought he was gonna die last episode, but no, he died in this one. Oh, and yeah, they gave and, us. Um, they're also carrying Ryu, who's very badly hurt. Mm-hmm. Carrying him quietly. And, yeah, uh, sure. Surely the surely the next episode won't be worse than this, right? And uh, yeah, that was a bad episode. Uh, I mean, it, it it was a good episode, but it was a bad episode. It was, it was a good episode, yes, but it hurt a lot. It was. This is a great show, and it hurts me a lot. You know. Yeah. And it um, just continues to hurt me because uh, episode twenty one, uh, I think, is just called sorrow and hatred. The thing about it is that it's called Sorrow and Hatred, and I read the episode title, and I paused it, and I had to take a deep breath because I was not prepared. I was not prepared, Morg. For some reason, even though a lot of the other um, episode titles, like, say, like, pretty literally, like, what happens, this one Mm -hmm. was just like, oh, okay, kind of weirdly poetic title. And I'm like, oh, no, that's exactly what happens. I'm in sorrow Mm -hmm. and I'm in hatred. (laughs) I'm in pain. Yep, 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 yep. Everything is falling apart before me. And, um, so, it starts off with Makuve still not giving them shit. uh, Makuve, yeah, Makuve gives her four attack turrets, like four Magella cannons, and an old shitty Zaku. Yep. That's it. That's all. She's like, I guess I'll make do. City girls make do. And she fucking yeah. does because she needs to take revenge because her fucking love is dead. Mm-hmm. And like, here's the thing though: I love Hamon as a character because she's not like. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that like, oh, she should be in hysterics right now, like all other women characters would be, but like. She's, like, so calm and collected about this. Like, she's, like, okay, like, I need to step up and be the leader right now. Like... She's definitely, like, a soldier. And, like, it shows. You know, like, she's not just, like, oh, the wife on the battlefield. It's, like, no, there's a reason that they're, like, Mm -hmm. co-leader. They're the power... They're Zeon's power couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since since, (laughs) since Char and Garma are no more. (laughs) I miss Char. I can't wait to see that dude again. Yeah, is he alright? I don't know. He's probably fine. Um, but, so, yeah, it's... Lukuwe continues to not do shit for them. Uh, mm-hmm. And White Base has to, like, frantically fix... be fixed. 
Um, yeah, it's like a it's like a sandstorm right now, so they can't really move still. Yeah, they can't move. Uh, they're still like repairing the fact that Gundam had to like stab the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're using the the robots to get to higher parts on White Base, and uh, man. They don't got shit for shit. No, yeah, they're like running low on supplies. Bright says something about using their wits and ingenuity to survive. Yeah. Oh, we're going to just MacGyver our way out of the situation. It'll be fine. Um, We see Ryu in bed just like looking like dog shit right now. He tells Frau. He's like sweating. I mean, again, he's been he, he has been shot several times. Yeah, yeah. But he tells Frau, he's like, yeah, tell everyone I'm doing fine. Like, it'll be good for morale. I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) And he says, he says, like, like, oh, I I just love this. Because he's like, he asked, he like knows that Bright put Amuro back in solitary. But he knows that's not because Amuro's being stubborn, but it's Bright who's being stubborn this time. Yes. He knows Bright so well. He knows Mm Bright so well, dude. God. Um... Speaking of knowing well, the next scene is Hamon, who's like, she she gives this impassioned speech to, to like, you know, her, her soldiers now. And she says that, like, she'll be fine dying in the desert as long as it's to Evandrama Rall, her love. And she individually names and thanks each one of yes. these soldiers. It's I like... I down, too, because I was like, oh, my God. She's just, like, going through and making sure, like, they all want to come with her. They all, like, she pretty much is like, yes, this is probably going to be a suicide mission. Will you do this with me? And she just, like, shakes all their hands and names mm-hmm. them and is just fucking, she knows her boys, you know? She does. Yeah, she's she, she she's the mama hen. <sighs> yeah. God. She knows. I just. She knows them. And Rama Rao knew them when he was alive. Mm-hmm. And, and he's now not this show my heart is about to like fall apart um and it cuts away kind of like while she's still like going yeah like like handshaking yeah ryu ryu is he's on the bridge now with bright he's just like stumbling throughout the ship talking to bright being like hey uh Quit making excuses. Amaro needs to be spoken to. Yeah. Uh, can, can, can we please... Side note. Can we please get Ryu some crutches, maybe? Yeah, please. Like, if he's gonna, like, not fucking... You know he's down. you know he's gonna get up and, like, stumble around and, like, give important information to everyone. Like, at least let him do that. Like, give him a wheelchair or something, please. Maybe they just don't have crutches. That's what I was... Yeah, they probably don't. It's the Federation, like, doesn't supply them with good things. Damn. Uh, um, or so. so yeah, sorry. He was he was talking about releasing Amro to Bright. Yes, and Bright calls Amro a tiger, mm-hmm. a wild tiger, and uh, Ryu like is like, no, dude, you gotta let him out. It's fine. Like even you like even you can even call him a tiger if you're talking well to it. Yes, yes, he does say that, but um. Bright's just, like, still, like, very, like, mm, about it, because he's like, man, Amro's head's gonna get fucking humongous if we... Mm-hmm. His ego is going to be bigger than Whiteface if <laughs> we tell him that we need him to pile Gundam. Pi- pilot Gundam. Uh, 
so Ryu, dumbass Ryu, it, this is what it says in my notes. Dumbass Ryu hurting himself, <laughs> going to yeah. talk to everyone, and um, yeah, I mean, eventually, like, it cuts to Amuro, uh, in in the solitary confinement, sleeping, thinking about Matilda again for some reason. Yeah, God, this is not the time to be horny, Amuro. Please. Uh, Ryu continuing to do shit fucking goes mm-hmm. to the door sits down and like knocks on it Amuro like has to look down at him from like the door like window and it's just like why are you up you fucking yeah. dumb <laughs> yeah and Ryu's just like Bright thinks you're a tiger I don't know what the hell that dude's on about but like it's gonna be fine I'm gonna get you out of here one way or another it's on me dog like you gotta we need you right now yeah, and he's like, hey, do you like resent, right? And he's like, nah, nah, I get it. And Ryu's like, okay, good. That's that's good. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, Amuro's the calm one now. Amuro understands. Amuro's, like, finally back to being, like, normal boy and no longer depression. For now. But... I mean, yeah, like, I'm, I'm sure it'll come... I'm sure it'll come back. Much like my depression will come back. No, but... <laughs> 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 I can't really compare myself to someone in a war, but, um, so... <sighs> I think now the the, the, the the attack begins. Um, Hamon says, I will show you the tenacity of the Rambaral team. Yes. Yes. They, like, plan to, like, attack it from several points and then eventually target, like, the most the most like damage point from there yes it's 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 like the like this what do they call it they call it like the um the like the strike mission um so, but like yeah everyone has to mobilize really really fast um like they they kai goes out in gun tan and hayato's in gun tank but is like all shitty and like you know falling apart because they still haven't like fully fixed anything yet and then there's just some random guy that we have because ryu is out of commission also in mm-hmm. gun tank He's like this like cool blonde guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John or something. Not 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 Char, by the way. Yes. I know there's yes. more there's more than one cool blonde guy. Yes, he's not uh Char. He's probably also not even related to Char, but who knows? Maybe it's another sibling. Uh yeah, who kn- ooh. All blondes related. <laughs> I am um, not related to Max though. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, um See, so, so yeah, like 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 like, yeah. like I mentioned earlier, uh, Ryu, he's like, what are the codes to get Amara out of jail? Like, I'll take responsibility, and Sailor's like, I'll take responsibility too. And Bright like finally gives him, it's like, it's oh sixty three e, like whatever, dog, yeah, let him whatever. out. But gets him out, and Amara's like, okay, time to battle, and uh, the people like trying to fix Gundam are like all like hurt and shit. So, mm-hmm. um, Amro's just like, whatever, if it moves, I can use it. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. We, we get like a really cool, like, oh, I love this scene where they're getting ready. Like, Sailor's like, all right, we're going to shoot Amro out in the core fighter first. Is that okay? And Bright says it'll happen whenever, whether I say so or not. Yes. Like, Bright knows. He's just like, whatever, just, just do your thing. <laughs> yeah, it'll happen even if I veto it. And I'm just very... Mm, right. 
And did you catch the line after this when they're like trying to lift off in white base what the Babby Trio says? What the Babby Trio says something about the I don't know. The, Kika, as they fly up, Kika says, "Are we? Do we have to leave the graves behind?" Oh, I did catch that. I just forgot. To it's just. It down. Ah! I just. Yeah, my bad. I just. It's. Didn't. It's like. I, I will say though, I'm happy. I like as much as I'm devastated and heartbroken over Ramble Morale, I am happy that they gave him a burial. It's 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 the least he deserves. It seemed like there were multiple graves, so I think definitely. Yeah, yeah. On white base did not make it. Uh, people on white base and like the other. Um, well, there's a ton of uh, Zeon soldiers that did like the grill attack too. But like, yeah, they they buried oh, yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, they, they respected the dead, and I, you know, good. I like to see it. First, Kai is trying to say that he's not the same that he was before, but I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, you know, you're still you're you're still Kai. Nice try. Next. He's still the same guy. D- despite everything, you are still Kai. <laughs> For better or worse. Uh is this one Ryu just yep. starts doing shit? He he, he he turns the TV on in his in his hospital bed and he hears that gun tank is like not moving. So Ryu like forces himself out of bed. And he like another like soldier in bed is like, where are you going, Ryu? And he just like keeps on going. He's like gonna make. He's gonna get gun tank fixed again. Ryu, the one who is the most hurt. Uh, is- Ryu, Ryu suffering like a hundred bullet wounds. It's just a flesh wound. I'm fine. Uh, Tis but a flesh wound. Tis um, but a flesh wound. And at, at this at this point, they launch Gundam's pants and shirt. Yes, and uh, Amuro puts on his pants and shirt. Uh, He's ready to go. He's all dressed up. He's in, he <laughs> dressed to the his, nines. He found his super suit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it was cool because I think that was the first time they like launched them from the ground. Yeah, they launched. It, 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 it's like he has to rotate 180 degrees in order to like properly dock this time. Um, and is he, he's doing it like sideways now. And. Um, there's like at this point, Azaku is like jumping onto White Base, and Amuro basically like he can't shoot it because White Base is right there, so he has to use hand to hand combat to get it off of him. Yes, and I was like, oh, last episode was called hand to hand combat. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I guess that was the swords, sword to sword combat. Um, but he looks over, he he sees Hamon's ship, the, the little hovercraft pod that is like definitely completely loaded with explosives. And it's going to ram white base. He's like, gotta stop it from exploding. He just, like, knows, because, like, why else would it ram? Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually really cool, because he, like, stops the the pod thing, and then um, the Zaku, like, comes to attack him. And mm-hmm. then one of the Magellan gunship things comes to shoot at him, and he uses Gundam or he uses the Zaku as like a shield to like yeah. throw it up and like stop the gun from shooting him and then just like throws Zaku into it and like shoots them both. It yeah, it's like slaps. this sick judo throw. It's cool as hell. It's so cool. I just remember that cuz he's doing all that with like the yellow shit still like happening. Like he's mm-hmm. still like grabbing the yellow thing. Right, he's doing like, like 10 things at once. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is not just Gundam, I promise you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but 
um, oh god, okay. here we go. And then, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Buckle up. Okay, another. <sighs> uh, so, uh, 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 Hamon is in one of the Magellan things also, and comes mm-hmm. right up to Gundam because still distracted by a yellow thing and has the gun right to its back and is like, "You will die at point blank at point blank range." And if I shoot mm-hmm. you, it will shoot through you and will explode the yellow ship, making everything explode. White base, Gundam, doesn't matter. Everything explodes. So. <laughs> oh, God. Here it comes. While this is happening, uh, Ryu, 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 extremely damaged Ryu in a core fighter, rams into her, explodes, and they both explode, and they're both dead. So, Hamon and Ryu are dead. Uh, they're exploded on the ground. And it fucking sucks. And like, who's in the core fighter? He doesn't know at first. He doesn't realize. He's just like, okay, like, cool, that's awesome. He, like, figures you have to shoot only one of the engines of the, the hovercraft, so it spins out of control and, like, flies away and blows up. Yeah, yeah. And then he, oh, God, he radios sailing. He's like, hey, who's in the core fighter? And Sailor's like, um, hey, Amuro. <laughs> You might want to sit down, buddy. Yeah, like, she's literally like, hey, so stay calm. It was for you. And he's, like, looking at her, like, no, it can't be. He's literally, he's, he's literally He doesn't dying. believe it. What? <laughs> it's... He, uh, Ryu, with mm. his last fucking breath, takes down Hamon. And... It's, it's, I just, <laughs> oh, why does it have to be like this? It's it's like, and then so after this scene, they're like all all the white base crew is surrounding the flaming wreckage of the core fighter, yeah. and they're all crying, and like every single person is like blaming themselves for Ryu's death. It's like. Hayato's like, oh, I should never have, I should never have let him detach. Like the little, the blonde dude is like, I should never have let him get in core fighter in the first place. Bright is like, I should have like not, I should have kept everything under control. Like everyone's like on their hands and knees bawling. Like, it's so oh. like there is not a dry eye. And no, literally, literally everyone is crying. It's, it's a lot. It's like a lot to see like Amuro, Bright, Sela. Like especially Hayato, bright, like all crying, like bright, bright on his hands and knees, like screaming to the sky, like begging Ryu for forgiveness. Is like maybe I cry a little bit too. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I you know they're you know <sighs> it's normal. It's fine. It's normal. Amro is like no. It's like Ryu died because of everyone's immaturity. It wasn't a single person. Being... Like all, all we can do is just defeat Zeon. Yeah, and Bright like eventually agrees with him, and like, ugh, ugh, ugh. At least for now, because like, mm, there's gonna be some wild stuff in the next episode. I know already. I'm sorry. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. So this is this is a memorial episode. Um. Ryu, Ramble Rao, Hamon. Shout out to shout out to Ramble Rao. Shout out to Crowley Hamon. Shout out to Ryu Jose. It's, it's, uh, this is the best show ever made, and it's also the saddest show ever made. It hurts, and like, yeah, it, 
Like, honestly, I was like, it didn't, I, I like, yeah, I cried a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm not ashamed. Of my- I'm not ashamed. The, it's, uh, no shame. It's, it's fine. Uh, but I also like screamed a lot, so. Yeah, no, I, I was like, I was like mouth agape watching this whole thing. I was just like, like, this is a cartoon from 1979. I like wrote I to Max because I was like, I yeah, and, it's, I. and I realized immediately you got to that part. I was just like, yeah, upside down smiley face emoji. I. I. H. I, like, I don't even look. I like I, I don't even have that fun of a segment after this. I didn't even bring up, like, any more information on, like, geography. I was just, like, too sad for it. Listen, I think it's okay. Like, you know... I yeah, I, I do some, have a... I have a little something. We, we needed some time to recover. Um, we needed to, some time to uh, have a memorial for uh, some of the our favorite characters in the show. Yeah. Um, and we'll have to, like, I don't know, Pray for protection for the rest of them because I am not feeling good about this. N- nobody is safe. No. I'm like, mm, mm. and I'm still mm-hmm. like very like mm, about like Sela being a princess. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I was just so fucking distracted by like everything dying and happening that I was like, oh yeah, she is, huh? Okay. Yeah, it, it it it's just it's uh, that won't come up later. Oh. I'm sure that doesn't mean anything. I'm sure it's probably fine. Probably Well, I do have a little. I do have a little something something though. Um, because today, this week, our our little mini post show segment is Beyond Toon World. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond well, here's the thing. I know that, like, last week I was going to have a little bit of geography lesson, but, you know, I was distracted by Mignon, and yeah, yeah. this week I didn't get any of it up in time because I was just really sad about, you know, every every cool character in the show dying all at once. Well, no, it's okay, yeah. But no, just I just got a little something, something. I'm glad you. I, I actually didn't expect anything because I was like, ah, I would not be surprised if this was ended a little sooner. But okay, yeah. Yeah. No, we. It, it won't be that long. It's because you know, Beyond Toon World. It's just a cute little thing. So today we're gonna talk about Shuichi Ikeda, who, if you realize, we talked about Amuro in the first Beyond Toon World. Second Beyond Toon World, we're gonna talk about Char. Ooh. So. I haven't seen him Shui- in a while. Yeah, I miss that lad. So Shuichi Ikeda, born in 1949, December 2nd. Um, that makes him, what, 80 years old almost? 70 years old? Um, 70 years old. So, I think, wait, is he 69? <gasps> no. Or no, no, he's 71. He, yes. He's 71. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, that's like 2 of 69. Anyway, so... He doesn't have, like, he, he's been around since 1979 when he did Char. Um, and he did, he's, like, he's like been the voice of Char, like, basically any Gundam property. Like, the video games, like, any, like, OVAs. Like, wherever Char shows up, he is Char, which is pretty cool. Um, he's also, if you're familiar with One Piece, 
because I believe that um, I know Amuro's voice actor voiced a main character in One Piece, and Shuichi Ikeda also voiced Shanks in One Piece. Um, he's like he's he's later on in One Piece. He's one of like the emperors of the Grand Line, I believe. Oh. Um, he's a cool. He has like red hair. He has a cool like scratch scar on his face. Oh, I like vaguely know him. Yes. Um, yeah. I, like, he like caught some of the shows. I think yes, I do. Mm-hmm. A, a fun little like random thing that he does um in the chronicles of narnia movie from 2005 he voiced the fox he voiced the fox yeah like just like the fox is his character um in yeah right i did i just i just thought that was funny um in like all these anime characters he voiced marluxia in kingdom hearts oh are you familiar yes uh yes i am no, that I, I. It's funny. Like, Marluxia is one of the characters I know the least because, um, even though I was like a big Kingdom Hearts head as a kid, um, it was mostly like I mostly got it through osmosis from like my friends, and I think Marluxia mm. is more of like um a character more in like Chain Memories than like the main games. I, yeah, I, I think I think Chain Memory. Yeah, no, yeah, he was one of like the main the main ones in Chain Memories. Yeah. So, and my friend did not play Chain of Memories till a lot later. Uh, mm. So, <laughs> yes, I, I do like the pink hair. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, I, pink I, hair, cool scythe. Yes, yes, I yes, cool. I do remember. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I was just like. Oh. <laughs> I used to be like way more into King of Hearts, but I was such a fucking poser, dude. Okay. <laughs> fake fan, fake fan. Um I said I was Roxas. I, I I know like jack shit about Kingdom Hearts, so I believe you already. Okay. <laughs> um you. He's done some work with Atlas, as in their games. He was he voiced Dogda in Shimagami Tensei 4 Apocalypse for the best game system of all time, the 3DS. <laughs> um and he also voiced Masayoshi Shido in Persona 5, who is, like, the main villain, pretty much. Oh, wow. he He's still kicking. Like, he's still, he's still like, he, Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a voice acting. He voiced, um, he did some of the Time Patroller voices in Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. Um, that's, like, your main character. He's, like, one of, like, the voices you can select from that. Wow. Um, he was a voice in Demon X Machina uh, in 2019, which is, like, a pretty cool, like, robot fight game. Um, on Switch. He definitely, he has a wheelhouse, as you can tell. My man was 70 years old. Yeah. Um, and this is, this is more for me than anyone else. In Xenoblade 2 and Xenoblade 2 Torna, he voiced a blade called Wadatsumi, um, who's just like a cool, like, cyber samurai looking dude. Um, but I like to see it. Um, Wadatsumi, aka a a Geon, I guess, is Wadatsumi? I don't remember if he was called Wadatsumi in Torna or if Wadatsumi is his Japanese name, but he's a Gion for the American. Um, pretty cool. A cool techno samurai. I assume you know the American voice better. I mean, when I first played Xenoblade 2, uh, I fell off of it, but like I had to switch to Japanese voices after a while because it was just like, it was rough. Um, because the problem with that is that the dub, they directed the dub specifically to match this like the voice movements of the original game without like redoing the voice movements which isn't which isn't always a bad thing but the way they did it there's just like all these weird stilted conversations characters have like 
yelling is cut off because like the character's mouth doesn't move for as long as the yell goes on. It's I played it in English fully, like when I actually completed the game. But like, I mean, I, you, you know, I'm playing Xenoblade One right now, and I'm playing that game fully in English because that is like one of the best dubs ever. It's interesting that they did a good job with one and not two. I think, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 it like. Two is cool because they sort of do more. Like, so, okay, Nintendo of Europe, this, this is just my little fun fact for the day before we end the show. Nintendo of Europe is the, uh, they localize Xenoblade, not Nintendo of America. That's why everyone's British in those games. Oh. Um, that's why Shulk sounds like this. Well, it's not what he sounds like, but he says, I'm really feeling it. Um, yes. I'm really feeling it. <laughs> but it, it, it's mostly, it's mostly like, like, I, I guess like, just like, a, a standard British accent. So there's some like Cockney in there, I think. Um, I want to say there's a couple of Australian characters, maybe. But in Xenoblade 2, they really like branched out. Like one of the main characters has a Welsh accent. One of them is Irish. Um, one of them is Scottish. Like like they do. They branch out a lot more with like the different dialects of the UK and Australia. There. It's too bad. It's kind of stilted. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, here, here's the thing. The voice actors themselves are good. They do a good job oh, with what yeah. they had. It was, it's the directing that sort of, like, you know, doesn't do a great job. Yeah, it sounds like it's... Yeah. But, but yeah, thankfully in Xenoblade 1... In Xenoblade 1, they didn't really bother trying to match up. They're just like, yeah, just do your thing. So you get, like, just, like, really good voices. Um, yeah, anyways. Thank you, Shuichi Ikeda. Thank you for your service. Um, thank you, Char. Um, thank you, Char. We'll probably see you again at some point. God, I miss I miss Char. Um, so Morg, before we do our clothes, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Haunting the Morg. That's Haunting the M O R G. Uh, on Twitter, and there you'll find a pinned tweet to this podcast, and also my other podcast, Sonic Shuffle. It's Shuffle Sonic on Twitter. Uh, a random randomized lore like i always say it's a random and holistic lore podcast but like it's the that we like roll a different universe Mm -hmm. essentially every week yeah it's a fun concept how how you like in sonic x you know it's (laughs) it's um, no gundam hmm. (laughs) well I'm gonna say it. Uh, even even when you're not watching the four kids, it's not very great. It's not the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, you here's the thing, Morg. You gotta go faster, 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 faster. The okay, no. But <laughs> yeah. the song is better in Japanese, though, and it's better. Dan agrees with me. Even though okay, he watched the like the dub the dub the dub he like yes you gotta listen I'll, it's I'll, actually like okay. pretty good uh i mean it's like Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh's openings are all better in japanese even though the american one is super iconic yeah true. um true. anyway um i have been max and you can find me on twitter at maxi bajillion and you can find my other podcast pod of greed a show about Yu-Gi-Oh, the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh podcast sponsored by kyb corp at twitter.com slash pod of greed cast um yeah, and thank you Kaiba, to like actually talking on there. It's amazing. 
Yeah, it's yeah. We, it's it's not one of our friends who does a perfect Kaiba impression. It's actually Kaiba from from the show. Um, <laughs> and and and, and th- thank you to our friends at Noise Space for being Noise Space. Thank you to Matt GameCube for running Noise Space and for spending the last like month working on transferring everything over to the good podcast service of Pinecast, where we are hosted. Um, go to noisespace.xyz for a whole mess of podcasts. Anything that you like, you'll find there. Um, and look, we're recording this in early June 2020, so protests are going on all over the world. If you're able to like donate to any you know, <clears throat> Black Lives Matters-related charities or funds, we urge you to do so. You know, If you're not able to go out and protest, like it's good to still be able to do some material good in the world. Yeah, war is bad, including war on your own soil, buddy. Mm-hmm, yep, we're saying it. We come out and said it. Um, um, yeah, so... Yeah, Morg, you want to hit me with your robot of the week? I think I I don't think I've done it yet, unless I did it in the first episode. I mean, this is like the seventh episode, so if you've heard, if you're already dipping to the bottom of the barrel, <laughs> no, it's just like the first one I thought of. There's like a ton of robots. I'm just like fucking mm-hmm. brain. brain. You got to get to the good ones. My brain is gone right now. I'm thinking of um, did I do Mega XLR in the first episode? I don't believe you did. Okay, no. I don't know why I thought I did. Um, oh no! You did you did the Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go right. Robot, which I feel like they occupy a very similar space in my brain. Yes. Okay. 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 I think I was talking about Megas XLR at like a different point. Like we've definitely talked about it before. I remember you and I talking about this yes. at some point. Maybe not even. Maybe not even in like maybe it was like during Pokemon Draft or something. Because I definitely remember us talking about okay. Megas XLR That's at one point like, in my do life. Do this on the show. I like remember Max talking. Yeah. But yes. So um. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's just big robot, obviously. Uh, but it's just like a show I remember also liking a lot as a kid. Who knows if it holds up now? But like, it has big car as the head of the, the car. Is the head the and main character looks like Guy Fieri? The main character kind of does look like Guy Fieri, um, and he's just like some rando dude that got an alien robot that he made into a big fire decal car headed robot mm-hmm. and it's, yeah it's all i'm saying all i'm saying what if gundam had flame decals what if gundam had flame decal something to think about yes um well I think that'll. I, th- I think that we've successfully raised our spirits a little bit after the crucible that we've gone through. Um, what was the thing you said about war earlier, more? Oh, um, so war is bad. Wow, cool robot! <laughs> oh, my voice cracked a little bit. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs>